Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No one wants this town to be near you. No Seven minutes after 8 o'clock, this is The Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Regular listeners of The Mark Aram Show know that my first job ever was as a sports writer when I was 14 years old for the Register Citizen in Torrington, Connecticut. And I was such a sports journalism nerd, I would wake up every Sunday morning to watch the sports reporters. And one of my favorite cast members of that show was a guy named Mitch Album, who has turned out to be a pretty good writer Outside of the sports world, Mitch Album joins us on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, Mitch? Hi, Mark. I didn't know that. Uh, thanks for uh, inviting me into your teenage years. I, 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 seriously, Mitch, such a nerd that I loved sports and I love sports writing that without fail, this is pre-VHS uh, tapes, pre-DVR, I made sure I watched the sports reporters every Sunday. How did, how did you get on that show? Oh, uh, gosh, that's going back like 30 years. Uh, you know, I... Sports writers are kind of a pack mentality, and we all kind of know one another. We go to the same events. I know Mike Lupica and um, I think Bob Ryan, maybe Tony Kornheiser were on that. Uh, and, and somehow one of them said to the producer, hey, this, this guy Mitch Album in Detroit, you might want to give him a shot. And they didn't have anybody from Detroit. Most of the people were from the East Coast. So I think uh, he called me and said, would you actually fly in to do this? And I said, yeah, why not? And uh, for the next 28 years, I was flying into New York from Detroit. But it was a great run, and I really enjoyed that show. That, that had to be tough as, as a sports columnist because, you know, part of the allure of being a sports writer is not having to get up early in the morning. But you'd have to get up, fly to New York City, and, and do that show. Oh, I think that that's a misnomer. Uh, there's no allure <laughs> of not having to get up early in the morning because uh, you have to get to the next place. And so uh, you're working late at night, that's true, but then you frequently have to get up and get some really early morning plane because the team that just flew on their private charter with the beds on the plane, they left the night before. You have to go catch up with them wherever they are. So uh, we always were used to getting up in the morning, but I, I think that was also part of what the sports reporters were special because it was Sunday morning, people were civil, we wore suits and ties, we weren't screaming at each other, and I'm still very proud of that fact. We never sort of lowered ourselves to, to what a lot of stuff that's going on now has become. It was such a great show. I, I longed to be on that show someday. Alas, that shall not happen, but uh, I found some TV work here in Atlanta, so it works out. Um, Mitch, um, obviously uh, your career has, you know, from, from sports writer, sports columnist to New York Times bestselling author, uh, such a career trajectory. And now we've got an update to one of your previous bestsellers. Tell us about it. Yes, uh, after 15 years uh, from The Five People You Meet in Heaven, which was my first novel, uh, I just published uh, a couple days ago, um, 
the next person you meet in heaven, which is the first sequel that I've ever written. And The Five People You Meet in Heaven became a very popular book, and it was about an old man named Eddie who dies saving a little girl named Annie from an amusement park accident where he's worked his whole life and has lamented that he's a nobody and a nothing because he's stuck there. And he pushes her out of the way from this falling cart, and, and the world goes black, and he wakes up in heaven, and he finds out the first stage of heaven is where you meet five people from your life, some of whom you might know very well, some of whom you might have only interacted with for a minute, but they change your life forever and you change theirs. And by the end of meeting these five people, he not only finds out if he saved the girl or not, but he finds out this life he led was very meaningful, despite the fact that he thought it was nothing. So 15 years later, after many people have written me and stopped me and called me and asked me and said, so what's the second stage of heaven? What does Eddie do next? Where does he go? And what happened to the little girl? I finally decided to answer those questions, and this book, The Next Person You Meet in Heaven, is what happened to Annie after that fateful day and how she grew up thinking her whole life was a mistake because she made that bad mistake on that day. And, and when she dies, uh, tragically, and she goes to heaven, she meets five people, one of whom is Eddie, of course, from the first book, who has a whole lot to tell her about her life that she didn't understand. The book is called The Next Person You Meet in Heaven, the sequel to The Five People You Meet in Heaven. And I'm told, sources tell me, that's my journalistic lingo, that if you buy this at Barnes & Noble, you get a special extra chapter. Is that correct? Yeah, that's become a thing uh, uh, in recent years. You know, different outlets like Barnes & Noble, Target, places like that, will ask you for something special. Um, and, you know, it's just the way the book business is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I wrote a little extra little extra chapter it's not like uh, you know there's something in there from the from the book that that no one else gets to read in terms of the plot it's a little extra you know add-on essay and uh, people have seemed to like it so yeah you can go to Barnes and Noble and Mitch's next book will be the uh, five people you meet on the set of the sports reporters and I will write the forward <laughs> to that okay how about the five <laughs> people who should have been on the sports reporters you could be one of them that would be a great book Mitch a pleasure thanks for taking time to join us thank you Mark appreciate it Fans of the Mark Aram Show know my uh, number one hobby is eating, and you can see me on Channel 2 Action News every morning literally grow in front of your eyes. And I'm very excited about a new eatery in Dunwoody, uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle. Joining us in studio, uh, Matt Towney from the uh, Del Frisco's and J.D. Morning. Gentlemen, welcome. How are you, sir? Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thank um, you for this has been a, a, a very hyped-up new uh, spot. Like the, There was a lot of build-up to this, and you guys finally opened when? September the 19th so was our first day open. So it has, how has things been going? Fantastic. Yeah. And this is, Matt, tell us uh, for the listener that, that hasn't heard of Del Frisco's and the Double Eagle, what exactly this dining experience is like. What, what's in store for folks when they go there? Uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, it, uh, just like you know, J.D. had uh, said before previous, you know, it, it is a luxury brand, um, an overall elevated you know, dining experience from the moment that you walk out of the car um, that you step into the restaurant all around. And once we get in there, uh, I'm a, the, the typical steakhouse menu, what, what do I expect to find on the, on the double Eagle menu? Uh, the double Eagle menu, you, you know, you have your variety of, of different bone-in steaks. You have your bone-in filet, your mm. porterhouse, bone-in strip, um, all your bone-in steaks along with your, you know, your, your wedge, your classic cuts, your eight ounce filet, your 12 ounce filet, um, ribeye strip. And wow. then we offer our dry selection as well. Dry rib, I dried strip. Um, our, our, you know, our experience, our classic, the uh, the thirty-two ounce double bone-in ribeye, ribeye. Um, oh wow! Steak. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> for one or for two? Is that? <laughs> uh, I'd say about for two. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, sir. <laughs>
And uh, what what's the difference between? Because um, I, I, you know, both are fine with me. Wet age, dry age. What's what's the difference between those two types of steak? Uh, really, your flavor profile, yeah. um, the whole experience all around. Um, your, you know, your dry age, you're gonna get, you know, hint undertones of blue cheese, you know, uh, hazelnut, mm-hmm. as opposed to your, you know, your wet age, just really your your buttery melt in your mouth, you know, flavor sure. profile. So it's a richer flavor with Absolutely. dry age. Yes, sir. Um, I'm all about sides. I, my life is side dishes. I love sides. What kind of sides were you uh, seeing at the Double E? Uh, one of our most popular. You have your lobster mac and cheese. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, you know, from there on your your lighter side, we have our seasonal asparagus, um, blanched asparagus. We finish it in a lemon confit, brown butter, crust pistachios. Um, you know, our potatoes all gratin, cream spinach. Uh, that's you know, my that's my weakness. The cream spinach. There you go. Yeah, I, one so of my favorites. I grew up um, in Connecticut, and it was always a special treat. My parents would take me there from New York. We'd go to P. Luger Steakhouse in Brooklyn. So the, the classic uh, steakhouse there and cream spinach was, I like the cream spinach even more than the steak. I mean, granted, I was, you know, 12 years old, but I was like, more cream spinach, more. So I, that's a weakness that I it's still have. It's definitely a favorite, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, uh, JD, let me ask you. I mean, Atlanta, various, uh, there's a lot of established steakhouses in Atlanta. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of old school places. Um, w- what gave you the uh, the idea to say, hey, we can do something different we can bring it, bring steak experiences to another level here in, in Metro Atlanta. Well, we take steak to another level. Uh, one of the differentiators between uh, Del Frisco's Double Eagle and some of the other steakhouses is the elevated level of service, uh, a- as well as how we personalize our service for each and every guest. Uh, our whole point of, of emphasis, with the exception of, or in addition to serving uh, fantastic cuisine, is that uh, we become one with the guest that comes in. Mm -hmm. Our job is to make you feel and know that you're the only thing that's important to us. We want to be a part of your experience, and we work hard to do that. Yeah, great addition to Dunwoody, 236 Perimeter Center West in Dunwoody, Del Frisco's Double Eagle. All right, make make my life easy, man. I'm going to go there this weekend for dinner. Yes, sir. Give me, give me, uh, uh, Give me a whole meal, just for me. Plan out what I'm eating, course by course. Course by course. What should I have? Uh, let's start out with a uh, Shanghai calamari. Oh, uh, coming from there, that's appetizer. What's side. Shanghai mean? I love calamari. Yeah, Shanghai is where we prepare it. Um, you know, we get our our seafood flown in from Foley's Fish out of Boston mm-hmm. um, daily, and uh, our calamari is is rings. You know, our calamari rings. We we you know let them soak off in buttermilk for 24 hours. We Dredge them in a seasoned flour, uh, fry them off. We mix that with a uh, sweet chilli sauce, Ooh. bean sprouts, green onions. Okay. Um, All right, I'm bored, yes. So there we <laughs> I go. agree with that. Um, from there, then we're going on to, uh, let's go for your, your bone-in ribeye, one of my favorites. Uh, it's a 22-ounce uh, bone-in ribeye. Uh, sides-wise, lobster mac and cheese. Um, our, our uptown potato is one of uh, one of the crowd favorites. Tell me about that. Uptown potato is a it's a baked potato, a big baked potato. We get them in 40 count. Um, we slice them right in half. We score them. Uh, from there, we put our garlic basic cream sauce, uh, our house chateau potatoes, uh, our another heaping scoop of our uh, basic cream sauce, mm-hmm. uh, truffle oil, fontina cheese, oh, that's black a truffle meal. peeling, chives. <laughs> it is a meal. That's absolutely. fantastic. All uh, right. So there potato. You, go. you got your side, you have your steak, um, and then from there, uh, you can't go wrong with a butter cake. Butter so, cake. Tell me about absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's our, it's our house made. All, all desserts are made in-house mm-hmm. and made from scratch in-house as well. Um, our butter cake is... Uh, Absolutely amazing. We top it off with butter pecan ice cream, uh, a little bit of whipped cream, and uh, a little bit of caramel sauce. I might, I might get a job with you guys. That's absolutely. fantastic. We're hiring part timers. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll make. Room I was a hell of a waiter absolutely. in college. <laughs> I paid through co- paid for college being you know, a server, so I might, uh, I might quit this gig. I get at least a 
discount at there you go yeah man, a workers discount all right uh jd tell us uh, how we can get more information about uh, del frisco's double eagle and dunwoody well we're on the website so you'll be able to look us up uh, i wanted to add one of the most intriguing things uh which is the start of the meal uh, which is the wine selection. Ooh. We have a floating wine wall, which is architecturally interesting because it looks as if it's floating. It has 2,200 bottles of wine in it. Now, when you enter the building from Valet, you'll see this sexy Del Frisco sign walk up the tunnel, and to the left of the tunnel, you'll see another 2,500 $2, bottles of wine. Wow. So out of those bottles of wine, almost 6,000 bottles of wine, we have... 1,200 selections, anything from Harlan, uh, Screaming Eagle, Petrus, so just a wonderful selection. And Del Frisco's is known for having an unparalleled uh, level of, of wine. Do you have Manischewitz? Uh, <laughs> we can get some for you. What day will you be in? I think Saturday night is what I'm coming. Uh, Matt, JD, fantastic having you guys in. I'm very excited. Best of luck in the uh, adventure, and it, it sounds like I'm going to be a regular real soon. Glad to have you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Joining us now on The Mark Aram Show, the uh, multi-talented Ike Barinholtz. Before we talk about his uh, new amazing movie, The Oath, I've got a, a hypothetical question to ask you, Ike. You ready? Lay it on me. All right. You and your wife are hosting a fancy dinner party. I mean, fancy. Uh, the the A-list okay. uh, Hollywood celebrities are coming, and you are forced oh. to invite three whack packers to the dinner party. <laughs> what three whack packers are you inviting? Uh, well, I would invite Tan Mom so we can have some entertainment. Um, I would invite, oh gosh, uh, I can't, I don't know if I can invite high pitch. He would eat everything. Um, let's say Tan Mom, let's say Bigfoot can handle security, I guess. <laughs> and then, um, I guess, I guess Marianne from Brooklyn, I guess she's the most kind of normal one. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I got Marianne. I, I'm going, uh, medicated Pete. I think he, you know, he'd behave himself at oh. least. <laughs> I do love me some medicated Pete, but I think some of my quote unquote A list guests might not be too there. Fantastic. Ike, um, The Oath movie uh, coming out uh, soon, right? A major market expansion on Friday. Tell us about The Oath. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. This is a movie I, I wrote, I directed, I'm starring in, I'm doing all services. Um, Basically, it's a satire of uh, the hell that <laughs> we're going through right now. Um, you know, it's it's about a, a slightly dystopic, very slightly dystopic America where the president has instituted this like loyalty of, and the deadline to sign this is the Friday after Thanksgiving. So the whole movie takes place in my family's house the week of Thanksgiving, and kind of the first half of the movie is. Oh, it's all about the family, and are they going to fight at the dinner table? And I hope the brothers don't go at it. And and it's very funny. And then it kind of takes this crazy turn and turns into like this dark thriller. But uh, I promise you, it is the funniest and uh, kind of scariest movie you'll see this year. Well, very cool premise. I will definitely check it out. The Oath starting uh, on Friday the nineteenth. Uh, you can see it at theaters here yeah. in Atlanta. Speaking of Atlanta, uh, you know, your last movie, uh, Blockers, which was fantastic, but caused you a lot of physical harm. You know, a broken back you suffered here in our fair city. I hope you don't hold the city of Atlanta uh, accountable for your injury. 
It, not at all. In fact, it was uh, it was the folks over at Grady uh, who really uh, took care of me right after it happened, and I was actually very, very grateful for them. Um, but uh, I've shot, I think, four movies in Atlanta now, and it's it's one of my favorite cities to go and shoot in. Um, like the people are amazing, but I have the food scene in Atlanta locked down. I could name ten restaurants right now that are amazing. Let's hear some I, of your favorites. I'd love to hear some of you. I'm a big foodie. What, what, do, you, what do you like in Atlanta to when you go okay. out to eat? Uh, I, I, I think the best burger in town is over at Holman and Finch. Ooh, yes, amazing That burger. place is incredible. But I also like the burger at One-Eared Stag. Um, I was, the place I've eaten at the most there is South City Kitchen. Like, that's like when I go to sleep right before I, like, actually, like, <laughs> go into REM. Uh-huh. I imagine South City Fried Chicken. The, um, the one in Midtown? Uh, I usually stay in Midtown when okay. I'm in ATL, so I, I usually end up at that one. Uh, but we got St. Cecile, Gun Show, Revival. I mean, I literally, whenever one of my friends goes to Atlanta to shoot a movie, I send them the Ike list. <laughs> and it's just a list of every single restaurant. I went to Gun Show for the first time a couple of weeks ago. What a great experience that was. That was a very cool restaurant. It's 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 so cool, and it's so amazing, and it's not exactly liked, so I have to bring extra Zantac <laughs> when I go there. But it is, that's one of my favorite places, man. He's a Kevin Gillespie. He's an amazing chef. He is amazing. Yeah, that we are blessed to have uh, an amazing culinary scene here. I don't know if you're filming again in Atlanta, but uh, I'd love to have you on the show. Talk more Whack Packers, break bread with you. It'd be fantastic to have you in studio. <laughs> I'll bring in some biscuits from South City Kitchen, and then we can just sit and really talk about high pitch. I love it. I love it. Uh, the Oath opens tomorrow nationwide. Ike Barinholtz, big fan of yours. Uh, glad to see you're getting your just dues, and uh, we're all going to go see The Oath tomorrow. I appreciate it, brother. Mark, thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. See you. We'll continue the conversation on Instagram and Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, little baby, go to sleep or something like that. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.